Today is Sunday, November 20th. This is the Dade City Wire, Dade City's only weekly news show. I'm Eric Baker. Our top story this week on Tuesday, November 8th, city commissioners heard the final reading for the Crosswinds Development Project, which calls for the annexation of approximately 259 acres into the corporate city limits. The Crosswinds Development Area is located south of Clinton Avenue, west of Old Lakeland Highway, crossing Wilds Road and Jim Jordan Road, and about US 98 in Pasco County, Florida. Currently, more than 50% of commercial property in Dade City is occupied by nonprofit businesses, meaning that they are not on the city's tax rolls. The site plans for the Crosswinds development calls for a maximum of 2,500 units for residential development with a combination of multifamily, villas, and townhomes, along with 350,000 square foot of taxable commercial development. The design calls for a town center concept with commercial property in the center surrounded by townhomes and single family home pod areas. After hearing questions from all community members in attendance, the commissioners proceeded to vote on the project. Is there a motion to approve orders number 2022-09 as presented? So moved. We have a motion, we have a second. I mean, do we have a second? Mr. Mayor, I'll second the motion. We have a motion, we have a second. Uh, Madam Clerk, can you call the vote, please? Mr. Costantino? Nay. Mr. Woodard? Nay. Mayor Shy? Aye. Mr. Nathy? Aye. Mr. Black? Aye. Mr. Mayor, the roll call vote has been taken for Ordinance 2022-10 and will carry three to two with Commissioners Costantino and Woodard voting against. Mayor Pro Tem, Newt Nathy, said, quote, this is going to be a game changer for the city and is part of the overall strategy, and I'm glad to have it passed, end quote. From her kitchen to your table, Dinner's Ready, located on the corner of 6th Avenue and Meridian Avenue in Dade City, offers a different dinner menu daily and a new menu each month. Whether you dine in or take home, call ahead ordering is recommended. Open from 4 to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, closed on Tuesdays. They also offer catering for small gatherings to large weddings. For more information, call Don Enright. 813-997-5154. During that November 8th commission meeting, commissioners overheard a presentation about standalone self-storage and the proposal to amend city ordinances to allow such units. So your current code right now, and I think Melanie shared this with you when she brought the amendment forward, only permits um, self-storage in Dade City as part of a redevelopment of an existing attached mixed-use plaza, and you have very, very stringent design standards um, with regards to the materials that can be used on the outside of the buildings, what they have to look like, things of that nature. All very good things. Those are positive things, especially if it's a use that, you know, as a policy you're not comfortable with, you know for whatever the reasons may be. Um, the proposal that came to you, um, that, should, that Melanie brought to you was requesting that in addition to still continuing to permit, permit that to occur, which would be in very limited circumstances, of course, with, with the redevelopment aspect of it involved, um, would be to add a, a self-storage use as a conditional use to your CG district with the same very specific design standards. Again, 
with control over the facades, control over the materials, control over the appearance, control over the location, all those things that were things that we heard um, that night when, when this was brought to you. Dade City Commissioner Normina Woodward spoke about not wanting to make accommodations because developers want to bring things into Dade City. I think it's time for us to, to stop making amendments, making accommodations because developers or whomever want to bring this into Dade City. Um, I think it's time for, we have it in writing for a reason, and I think we should uphold that. Commissioner Ann Cosentino said she was not in favor of amending an ordinance that was just put in place five to 10 years ago. As it, as it stands now, um, the way that what you're presenting now and uh, again, what our ordinance states, I'm not in favor of making a conditional ordinance change, especially because that ordinance was just put in place within the last five years, I think. It might have been within the last 10, but relatively close to where we are now. Commissioner Scott Black suggested a design that included retail on the bottom floor and then storage units on the upper floors as a means to better serve the residents. If this developer would look differently at the way they're looking, not this kind of design, but a design that's entirely the first floor would be retail, such as what you would find in a shopping center, setting it in this particular setting of a shopping center, uh, where the uh, first floor would be entirely retail units. And I'm not talking just their office, but you know, perhaps a retail unit for a hairstylist, sandwich shop, ice cream parlors, just all the way around on the first floor that it was a retail shopping center appearance type design. And then the upstairs, just as some places are using upstairs for residential, then the upper floors would be used for the storage. Mayor Pro Tem Newt Nathy agreed with Commissioner Black saying a mixed use structure is a lot more attractive than just a plain old self-storage unit. Commissioner Black, that, that suggestion sounds to me a lot more appealing than a standalone self-storage facility or even permitting them as a conditional use in our commercial general. Uh, having that sort of vertically integrated mixed-use commercial structure where you actually have a job, an employment generating use on the first floor, perhaps even have offices on the second floor, and then whatever else on the you know third floor and up. Um, that sounds like a much more attractive product to me than just a plain old self-storage unit. Commissioner Black finished by asking the representative for the developer to go back and come up with a new design, something that is closer to what was suggested. Show us a design, Shelly. Go back to your developer, Ms. Johnson. Yeah, I'll definitely have bring it, Show us something. Come up with something that, that you know, maybe something similar to what I presented and maybe this, you know, we can... Yeah. Caratino's law provides criminal defense, DUI defense, driver license defense, and personal injury. Call for a free consultation, 352-534-6391, or you can find more information on their website, flnotguilty.com.
Also, during the November 8th commission meeting, the CRA board overheard a grant request from the Howard House to replace five awnings on their property located at 37809 Howard Avenue. Melanie Romagnoli, Community and Economic Development Director, spoke about the primary focus of the CRA and how the budgets are used. The powers of the agency um, is, is focused primarily around the elimination of slum and blight. So the activities that are built within the plans and, and within the and with the actions and the budgets are supposed to um, improve the economic conditions and add valorem value and to remove slum and blight within the uh, community redevelopment area. Mayor Shive asked the community for questions and having received none, the CRA board proceeded to vote on the grant. Mr. Chair, move approval. Move approval. We have a motion to approve. A second. Second. We have a motion. We have a second. Uh, Madam Clerk, can you call the vote, please? Member Woodard. Aye. Member Costantino. Aye. Member Black. Aye. Member Nathy. Aye. Chairman Shive. Aye. Mr. Chairman, the roll call vote has been taken and will carry five to zero to approve the exterior grant for the Howard House. Check out the new thrift store in Dade City called Under the Live Oak. They're located at 14520 6th Street in Uptown Plaza. They've got a wide variety of home decor, furniture, and household goods from every decade. They get new items weekly and everything is under $50. If you use the code WIRE at checkout, you'll get an extra 10% off orders of $50 or more. That code is valid until December 1st. 2022. In local sports, the Pasco High School Lady Pirates soccer team hosted Wiregrass Ranch last week for their first game of the season. Before the game, Lady Pirates head coach Daryl Stubbs told me who the team captains are this year for the Lady Pirates. So we have three captains named right now. Um, captain number one, uh, Mariana. She, uh, senior leader, um, she was uh, had the most votes when we, um, she was actually the um, player pick for captain. Um, another player pick for captain was Annalise. Um, she's a junior this year, very good, uh, both of them very strong players. And then uh, our coach's pick for captain was Hannah, uh, who plays uh, center back for us. Coach Stubbs goes on to tell me what a successful season this year looks like for him. So based off of what I saw last year, a successful season for me would be just the girls playing through every game. They're fighting for every inch, um, just not not letting last season roll into this year. You know, we've got we've got a lot of girls learning the game. So the the big the big thing this year is just just fight for everything. We need to we need to work out hustle. And um, I think as long as we do that, we'll keep building and then shock the world in district championship, uh, the district playoffs. The Lady Pirates did lose the game by a score of 8-0, to zero, but the season is still young and there's plenty of time left for Coach Stubbs and his staff to coach up and develop their young team. The St. Leo Lions women's basketball team defeated Trinity Baptist College 106-37 last week, improving to 3-0. On the season, the St. Leo Lions men's basketball team fell 82-66 to to Florida Tech last week in their Sunshine State Conference opener. They are now 2-2 on the season. 
On Saturday, November 26th from 10 to 5 p.m. is Downtown Dade City Small Business Saturday featuring a Christmas ornament giveaway at participating merchants. I also hear that Santa Claus is coming to town for the event. Visit Mr. and Mrs. Claus from 3 to 5 p.m. in Downtown Dade City. On Thursday, December 1st, Arts in Motion Pasco is hosting a pre-casting rehearsal for their performance of Matilda. They will then be holding auditions on Saturday, December 3rd. For more information, visit artsinmotionpasco.org. On Saturday, December 3rd from 5 to 9 p.m. is Downtown Dade City's 38th annual Christmas stroll. There will be holiday entertainment, Santa Claus, carolers, carriage rides, tasty treats, and more. We'll see you there. Saturday, December 10th, beginning at 10 a.m., is the second annual Pasco High School swim team Eggnog Mile, located at WF Edwards Stadium. There will be a Christmas cookie bake sale, pictures with Santa, toys for Tots donations, and of course, the race itself. This event is not recommended for lactose intolerant individuals. For more information, contact Coach Patterson at bpatters at pasco.k12.fl.us or lbfisher at pasco.k12.fl.us. On Saturday, December 17th from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. is Storytime with Miss Claus at the Dade City Heritage Museum, 14206 U.S. 98 in Dade City. Come out and enjoy Storytime, cookie decorating, crafts, and model trains. Wednesday, December 21st through Friday, December 23rd, First Baptist Dade City presents the 6th Annual Gingerbread House Contest at the Church Street Christmas. Stop into the First Baptist Church to enjoy the exhibit free of charge. They have cash prizes totaling more than $1,000 and it's completely free to enter. Check out their website for more information, www.dcgingerbread.com. In local weather, we can expect to see rain Monday through Wednesday this upcoming week with our highs in the mid-70s and lows in the mid-60s. The remainder of the week looks nice as our rain chances drop to below 20% each day. We will have a small cold front move in this weekend though, seeing our lows drop down into the upper 40s. All major U.S. stock market indexes posted slight losses this week as the S&P 500 dropped 0.69%, the NASDAQ decreased 1.57%, and the Dow fell 0.01%. Did you know that Dade City Wire now has a print publication and a digital version of the news? Well, we do. Look for the print publication at select locations around downtown Dade City and look for the digital version on our website, dadecitywire.com forward slash print. Is there something happening in Dade City this upcoming week that you'd like us to help spread the word on? Remember to always use hashtag DadeCityWire in all your posts that you want us to know about and we'll find you. We're looking for people who want to get involved with the show, write articles in the wire, and even help produce these podcasts. Email us if interested and let's do lunch to talk about how you can get involved. Info at DadeCityWire.com. 
We hope you have a fantastic week and we'll see you again next Sunday right here on the Day City Wire, Day City's only weekly news show.